Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I want to talk to you about remembering about what God said. All right? Because here's the thing. We all got promises of something God spoke. Amen? And sometimes in life, it seems like what God said and the timing of it taking place seem to be few and far in between. I can remember first getting saved and God speaking to me things that took 20 years to come in there. I was like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, what? And he's like, no. And it seems like it's gone. You know, it's like, it seemed like it took years. It seems like some of this stuff took decades. But, you know, I just had somebody come to me and said, we've been believing God for my mom to get saved or something like this. 40-something years. These people just did not want to hear about God. And all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, they got the promise. And they seen their mom get saved. 40 years, 50 years, people waiting for promises. But, you know, in the beginning of that promise, sometimes it doesn't look like it's getting better. It looks like it's getting worse. And sometimes you don't know how to hang on. Or maybe it was a ministry. Or maybe it's a business. Or maybe it's, it's a child. Or, you know what I mean? I see that like, you know, the kid living hellbent, went right and flipped out. And parents are hanging on, hanging on by a thread. You know? And it don't look like they're getting better. It looks like they're getting worse. But God gave me that promise that, that that's my inheritance. And that, that, you know, the kids will serve God all the days of their life. I didn't forget that promise. Don't look like it. But you can't live by what you see. you got to live by what you believe. Come on. And, and God told you something. And God, God spoke something. He whispered it in your ear in a season of life. And it looks like it took a decade. And it's nothing happening. But it's okay. Can you remember what God said? Can you remember it? Because that's all you got sometimes is what he said, Zach. That's all you got. You don't have what, what, what looks like in the eye. Doesn't seem like it's working. Doesn't seem like it's happening. Can you remember? God told me to ask you, can you remember? I don't just find this stuff on Reader's Digest. I seek God, man, every week to say, what do you want to tell these people? Tell them to go back to the promise. Go back to the word God gave you. And hang on doesn't make a difference what it looks like. doesn't make a difference what they say. I got this promise. I ain't letting go no matter what. Look, we all been here, man. And if you haven't been here, you're lying. Listen, right? I want you to remember what God said. We got promises that God put in our heart. Things we know he's spoken to us. Dreams he said that we can accomplish. Problems that can turn around. Addictions that could be destroyed. Finding your promise and your faithfulness in God. At one time we knew this stuff was going to happen, but now time seems like it's robbed it. No, man, God is on your behalf working it out. But sometimes in the middle of it, you can't see it, and we lose sight of the promise because we just see where we are in the position, and then we what? We feel like this. Don't you realize this? Even when it's taking longer than we thought, and disappointment maybe has arose, and even though the world seems like it's getting louder and louder, and you think it might not work out, you're never going to see it. I got news for you. God didn't forget about it. And just because it might not look like it doesn't mean it ain't coming to pass. You got to be able to hang on to the unseen when the scene is screaming, this ain't happening. That's the key to this. 
So here's what. Too often we let these thoughts of, that come from everywhere else drown out what God spoke. Too often we try to lose sight of what's going on because of what we see. But you got to go back to what God whispered in your ear. And you got to go back to what God whispered in your heart. Today I'm going to give you a couple quick points that are going to help you change your world. If you put these to practice in your life, they're going to change your life forever. I got a number one for you, and here it is. I want you to remember this. God remembered everything he has ever said to you. That seems so goofy. When I wrote that down, I was like, that is goofy. Why do I got to tell these people this? This is so goofy for me. I got to remind you that God, how many times do me and you know when we're in the middle of life, go back and tell God, hey, you said this, where is it? Think about what I'm saying now. How many times, I got to write this down, point number one. I got four points for you. They're going to change the world if you do them. God remembers everything he has ever said to you. Look what it says here in John 14, 26. Well, why, does, why do I got to know God remembers everything he said to me? Because don't you and I both do this? God, where are you? Don't you think God knows what he said? Have you never pointed out to God, hey, God, you said this, where are you? That's basically what we're saying. God, where are you in my finances? God, where are you in the doctor report? God, where are you in my family? God, where are you in this situation? You ever feel like God ain't in the situation at all, but he promised he would be? Where are you? Where are, what, are you sleeping? Then he tells you, I never sleep nor slumber. You go, yeah, great. Well, where are you? Wake up. Where are you at? You guys better start telling the truth in church. You know what I'm saying? Stop lying. Y'all lying like, oh, I'm spiritual. You ain't that spiritual. Come on. I know you. You know what I'm saying? No, what I'm saying is some, don't you always say, God, you wrote it in your book. I tell them all the time, if you didn't want to put it, in, don't put it in the book. Right. You wrote the book. Don't put it in the book. If you don't want to give it, don't put it in the book. Right. But if you put it in the book, I'm going to get it. And then you think, like, God, where are you? Look what he says right here. Look. But when the Father, no, yeah, that's it. But when the Father sends the spirit of holiness, the one who is like me, he'll set you free. He will teach you all things in my name. And what will he do? Y'all know this. He will inspire you to remember every word that I've told you. Amen. Come on. How many of you need to be encouraged in what God said to you? You know, we do it at the house. You ever go off the rail? You know, like one of the parents go off. Like usually it's Pastor Liz going off, not me, right? So she usually goes off the rail with the kids, and then I got to talk her off the ledge, right? Like, honey, you know what? Calm down. It's not that big a deal. It's going to be okay. You know, I'm the voice of reason, you know? Why y'all laughing, right? But aren't, isn't it cool how like when she goes off, come on, all the married people say amen, then I go off a different time and she's the voice of calm? Can you imagine if we both went off at the same time? The house might blow up. You know what I mean? Like, boom. No, we inspire. Someone has to inspire you to remember what God said. Someone has to sometime come alongside of you and say, hey, God said everything's going to work out. Stop freaking out. God said everything's going to be okay. Chill out. But sometimes it's hard to find inspiration when you're in the middle of the pressure because in the middle of the pressure, all I see is the problems. Come on, right? Sometimes I can't see clear because I'm getting pressed in in every area. This is what I want you to remember. You got to get this thing figured out. 2 Corinthians 1.20, look what it says. Every single promise that God gave you is yes and amen. That means there's no way it cannot not come to pass. Just hang on to the promise no matter what. Come on, you got to remember that. Whatever it is, God spoke. Because see here, God cannot lie. Did he say it? Then he's going to do it. God is not a man. That's my favorite scripture, Right? Right? God is not a man that he should lie. 
nor is he the son of God, man, that he needs to repent. Did he not say it? Then he's going to do it. Amen. Did God say it? He'll do it. Might, it don't look like it's happening. A lot of things don't look like it's happening. Amen. Amen? But I'm not walking by sight. I'm walking by faith. Amen. Come on. But in the midst of it, what happens? Man, I'm getting discouraged. Let God re-inspire you again. You better hear what I just said. Let God re-inspire you again to what he said. Go back to what he said. You promised. Go back to what he spoke and encourage yourself. David encouraged himself in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? You got to encourage yourself. Your friends won't understand you. Your spouse won't understand it sometimes. You got to go to God and go, God, this is what you said. God, this is what you promised. God, I know what your word says and I believe it. Amen. Look what it says here. Yes and amen. Glory to God. It may, woo, come on, someone. For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. God remembers every single word he ever spoke to you. Now we're going to find them. You ready for it? Look at Psalms 56, 8. God, look at your neighbor and say, God remembers everything he spoke to you. Look at your other neighbor and say, God remembers everything he spoke to you. He didn't forget one of them. Nothing. You seeing it. Oh, she, was praying, she was praying for you before you showed up. That's a God's honest truth. That's a living testimony right there. You looked at her, she looked at you. You look alike too. It's kind of cute. You know, right? You do. They're family. But she was believing God. She has been with me a long time. She's like, I remember the first time you came into church. The girls weren't with you. Nobody was with her. She's like, I'm believing God for the whole family, Pastor Chris, Daddy, all of them. I said, okay, whatever you can believe for, I'll be in agreement with you. It's been, it was years. You're a product of fruit. Amen. Nah, man, you think that God don't take this stuff lightly, man. You understand? You think your, your prayers matter, man. God knows, man. Just don't, I know, I'm going to show you today how you overcome it. Because here's the problem. In the middle of it, it don't look like, because God never speaks to you where you're at. He's always telling you where you're going. So we got to, but look, when you read these scriptures, I'm going to mess you up today. You read the Bible. Sorry, Pastor Chris, why you give me all these scriptures? Because what am I going to do for you? Wow. I could do so much, but what is it? Look at these. Now write these down because you're going to need them. You know, just put them in your phone. Go over these notes. Okay, now look what he says. You've kept track of all my wandering and all my weeping. You've stored my what? Many tears in your bottom. Not one of them will be lost. You know what the Bible says this? Your tears are liquid prayers. Now, I'm going to say that again real slow. Your tears are liquid prayers. They're liquid words that only God understands. Don't tell me your tears don't matter. God's got them bottled up. And they might be, I'm telling you, listen to me, man. Yeah, weeping may endure for a night, joy come in the morning. That's cute. Yeah, great. But guess what? Your tears mean something to God. They're liquid prayers. They're liquid words. God knows those things, man. He bottles them up. They're precious to God. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's liquid words. That ain't just drops falling out your eye. Those are words that only God can understand. My God in heaven, you think, you think God's not concerned about you? Jesus, good God. Look, pop that up there. We're going to keep going, right? Watch this. You've stored them in a bottle. Look at nine. Look at nine. For they are all recorded in the book of remembrance. He got a book. He got a book of remember. He remembers everything he said, every promise. Go back. You know, I'm a little ornery. Let me read the nine part, and then I'll tell you what I do with God. Because I, I, I should have been a lawyer friend. You could have put me to work. I would have loved it. Why? Because I, li I, like, I like that. Because I argue my case. That's what it says in Isaiah. It says plead your case. It's like going there like a legal attorney with what? Evidence. Amen. I love it, right? What's the Bible say? Faith is the evidence. 
Come on, man, I've been saying this for years. A judge, he ain't never been to the scene of a crime. He just looks at evidence to produce what? Guilt or innocence. Go in there cased up. Smooth, man. I got video. <laughs> Tape don't lie. Here it is right here. You know what I'm saying? Here's what it says. You said in the book. Go in there with the book. Say, this little book said. Why do I got to plead my case? Because he don't know what he said. No, he just wants to make sure you know what you said. And I got news for you. There ain't nobody resisting you but the devil. Amen. That's why you got the word of God. Look right here. Pop this up there. For the, look at this. Oh, my God. Now, just don't, I don't want to rush through the word. So you got to read it slow. But you got to read it. The very moment he's talking to you, you call to your father, help the tithe. Of battle turns. Ow! Oh! You ain't believing the word of God in here. I'm gonna let you sit. You better sit in that, marinate, meditate, and understand. You better regurgitate it. See, this why. Why do people ain't excited? Because you don't believe it yet. You will stick around me long enough. Say, Pastor Chris, well, why you say that? Because you can't go nowhere I can't go. The stupidest thing in the world is to follow somebody that can't take you nowhere. I told my kid, <clears throat> I told my kid, I told him the other day, I said, you cannot follow the character of a man that has no undeveloped character. He'll take you nowhere. I don't care how cute you Disney's are. This is not. I cannot duplicate in your life what I am not. And the cutest thing of all is this. Here's, you want to see a secret? You could, you could supersede where I can go if you can listen to me where I lead you. You go beyond. It's all about your posture. People don't realize this stuff. They think, oh, you're trying to be controlling. Nah, ding dong, wake up. What it is is, you because know, it's an invitation given by another. God gives you nothing from heaven until you follow instruction from a man in the earth. I'm going to tell you right here now, don't listen to these people what they tell you about God. They don't even know who God is. That's right. I'm scared to tell you the stuff I tell you because I'm accountable for it. They think, oh, you're going to just get it. You ain't going to get it. Jack, God does everything with order. You have to come through following and then God trusts you. Because what he gets ready to give you, you're not going to want when he gives it to you. Because right. the minute you get it, you understand how crippling it is upon your life. Because you're, you're accountable. Because anybody preached to you, but somebody's got to take care of your soul. Yeah. Whole different story. Whole different story. Look right here. Now think of this. Now this is what he said to you. The very moment you call on for your father's help, here's what he does. Derek, this is good. The tide of the battle turns and my enemies flee. This is, this is one thing I know. What's that? God's on my side. Hey! Hey! Hey, I said God's on my side. You believe God's on your side? If God be for me, who in the world could be against me? Come on. You're walking in the ring with the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. He never lost a round, never lost a battle, never lost a fight. You better not get in the ring. You guarantee getting knocked out. Not me, God. He don't play. He plays to win. Come on. That's who you serve. The God's your God. Like, oh, praise be the Lord. The devil's like, oh, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to knock you out, bro. No, I'm telling you. This ain't just hype. 
but you got to put yourself in remembrance. You got to go back and read that scripture. That's why I want you to write these down because I went and found them for you. Come on, write this down. Here's the, here's the, here's a little hiccup in the thing. If there's like a little bump in the road, here it is. God's promises are always about your future. That's why sometimes they make no sense in the present. You know what I'm saying? They make no sense. Go look at Psalms 139.1. But let me just read this to you, right? There's the problem, right? God speaks to Gideon at the wine press. He's freaking out. God comes in and goes, hey, mighty man of valor. He's like, who? Yeah, who's here? <laughs> he don't think it's him. David is playing with dirty, stinky sheep. Hey, King David, come. He's like, yo, I got dung all over me. What you mean, come? That was funny. You people ain't laughing good enough for me today. Come on. Are you getting one right? He's like, I play with sheep. What do you mean king? I'm not no king. And then I got on God one day. I said, why in the heaven do you tell everybody early the outcome, the dream? The, why you, you got to tell Joseph? Don't give Joseph the dream. Let the brother just live it. No. <laughs> That's funny, G. I'm going over there. You having fun with me today. Can you imagine? I don't need this dream. Do you really need the dream if you're Joseph? No, it's a nightmare. It don't give me the dream. Leave me the heck alone. Just let me live out this madness. Yes, right. Why you got to give me the preview before it happens? <laughs> Why you got to tell David, hey, you're going to be king. Great. When's it happen? The daddy don't even believe in him. His brothers don't believe in him. Nobody. He's got a complex. He's messed up. It's true. Anointing on his head. I would call TBN. Praise be to God. I'm going to be the next one. Come on now. Bring your video camera. Watch this. It's going to be cool. The prophet's going to come. Pour the horn of oil on me. It's going to be awesome. Right? He's like, yo. He's like, here. He's all dripping in oil. Can you imagine this joker? Dripping in oil. <laughs> Tony, you got to see it because this is how it happened. I don't care what none of these people tell you. Joker's dripping in oil. Going to be the king. And they go, hey, go back with the sheep. Can you imagine that walk back? <laughs> like I thought the crown was today. I thought this was my throne. He got to go to Ziglag to get it, right? And he walked, okay, I guess, I, I don't know, he's dripping in oil. <laughs> got to go play with sheep. Why would you tell him early? And I asked God, I said, why do you do that? Why do you tell me the pro promise before the problems? He said, so you never forget the promise. Because you would quit in the middle if I didn't tell you early. You got to hang on to it. They didn't tell you about the hang on. They didn't tell you about the hold on. They just, everybody come and tell you the good. Yeah, it's good, but there's a hang on. But I got news for you. If you could see it, he don't ever not come through. So all you got to do is hang on. Don't just hang You ain't taking this from me, bro. You ain't saying, no, 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 no. I don't care what you think, devil. No, no, no. I'm not letting go. And it's, I, see, I'm not fighting to win. I already won and got to fight to keep what I got. This is not getting the victory. Hello? Ain't nothing in the Bible about you getting the victory. You've already got the victory. Ephesians 1, 3, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. You already got it. You already got it. Fight the fight of faith isn't to get the faith. You got the faith. Just hang on and say, I might not, I'm not going to be rattled. I'm not going to be messed up. I'm not going nowhere. All I'm going to do is win. You thought DJ Khaled figured that out. Nah, Jesus figured that out, bro. And you know what I told him the other day, Tony? They didn't believe me, but God did. Come on, baby. You better figure it out. God believes in you. God believes in you. These guys on here are like, oh, I don't know. No. You, you're a champion. Stop walking like chumps. People coming to church, this guy's crazy. Yeah, I'm out of my mind. I lost it a long time ago, and I don't want to go find it. Live in victory. Walk in the room, and when you walk in, don't say nothing. Just let the presence walk in. Man, I've been in a room with guys with weight. I, I was sitting in the room, and 
they were talking about Oral Roberts. I tell you that story? And Lester Summerall, these guys were all in the room. They had, when they start talking, I just shut up because I want to hear it. He said, he said they, were, they were in the row and Oral wasn't there. He wasn't in the building. And Lester Summerall leaned over to Shambach, one of those guys, and said, he's here. I said, I don't see him. He said, no, I feel his presence in the building. Yeah. And two seconds later, he came out. Amen. You got to have weight. You don't got to open your mouth. You don't got to say nothing. God will do this talking through his presence. You just go so loaded up with God when you walk in the room. Something in the room knows you're there. Who in the world are you? You're the God man. You're the God woman. You're loaded with God. You ain't got to say nothing. God will defend you. You walk in and things will start shifting. Watch. You know how he likes it? Watch. I shift the whole room. See, now here's where guys can't do it. Let me show you how. You got to be willing to go on an edge and be humiliated in your humanity to tap into his deity. Did you hear what I said? Humiliated in your humanity means I don't care about me no more. When you go out in this realm, you go out there by yourself and then you lose yourself and you find God. And he confirms it with his word because he wants you to live strong and be bold. Do you know who you are? You're the 2022 prototype of Jesus Christ in the earth. He ain't going to show up unless you show up with him in your body. You're Christ in the earth. I can't believe that about me. I'm not talking about your performance. Your performance is beneath your position. Once you figure out your performance will change once your position is discovered. You figure out your position, your performance will radically increase to catch up to be like God. But why not you? I told you two weeks ago, remember... What is man that thou art mindful of him that you made him a little lower than Elohim, who is God? God didn't say you are God, but he said he made you just like God. You're the little G's in the earth. He ain't got no problem sharing it neither. He had a problem sharing it. He shouldn't have wrote it, but he wrote it. Too bad I found it. Look at Psalms 139.1. He should have never put it in the book. That's why it's treasure. You got to go find it. So where'd you find that? Gen what do you mean where'd I find that? Come on. You know what I'm saying that? Where you find this stuff? The Bible. Go to Genesis 8, you find out this. Go to, go to Psalms chapter 8, you find out that. You got to dig. And now you all got Google. You don't need 800 books. Google it for crying out loud. You put it in a thing, it finds it. Look what it says. Come on, give me 17, 18 minutes. I'll get you out of here. Lord, you know everything. There is. Now, you better read this slow. You know everything there is to know about me, too. You, man, you better get this. You perceive every movement of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. Okay, go slow. Go slow. Don't go nowhere. You what? You got, he, he knows when your soul's hurt. Look, let me tell you something. The, the, the hard part with this is to keep my soul sense when I'm walking through seasons, I can't see any of these promises coming, man. That's why he said hope is the anchor of the soul. Your mind, your will, and your emotions, they go all over the place if you don't lock them down. Right. You see it? You got to lock it in the word. Otherwise, it'll be all over the place. So he said this. But look what God said. Look what God said. Look what God said. He said, I got your movement figured out. I know what's coming in your mind before it even gets there. Look at verse. We're going to read all the way to five. So here. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord, you read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak. 
before I even start a sentence, you know every step I will take before my journey even begins. Here's what he's saying. This is God. You've got, this is so good. Read this slow. I dropped the mic right after this one and can go home. Be serious. You go into my future to prepare the way. That's what he's doing right now. Right? And in kindness, you what? Follow behind me to spare me from what? Myself. The harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. Oh, my God. You got to go back. Go back to the other part. Go, go back right there. You've gone into my future. Are you here? Yeah. This is what God's doing right now. Now, see, here's the, here's the key about going to church. Well, I'll just go to church down the street. Nah, bro. You came here. This, now I'm the prophet of your life. Yes. Right now I'm the prophet of your life. Man, I'm going to take my position. I'd be goofy not to. I'm the prophet of your life. I didn't even know that scripture was in there until I found it this week. Hello? I'm the prophet of your life. Now you got access to I didn't have access to this. You do now. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word, word of God. God. Now you got faith. So I'm going to, right now, Pastor Chris, I'm going to put faith. You going into my future, praise be to God, I found it. You found, it's treasure. Thank you, Lord. Take it. Thank you, I'm going to go. This is what God's doing for you. I'm going to go into your future. Mm-hmm. Next week, when it doesn't look like my future's working out, I'm going to go tell God, hey, you know what it says in Psalms 139.1? The promise you gave me because I heard I could be preaching about anything I want to preach about. Why am I preaching about this? To get you into a place of faith you couldn't get to this morning. Now you're there. Look, you've gone into my future. Thank you, Jesus. You're preparing the way in kindness. You follow behind me. Oh, my God. Why? To spare me from myself because I'll make the same jacked up mistakes I made last year. But this year I can't because you went in front of me. You went behind me. You went on top of me. You went over me. You went under me. You staying with me. And to spare me from the what? From the past. Pop that up there. Look, harm of my past. And with your hand above upon me, you impart a blessing to me. That's the blessing of God upon your life. Once the blessing hits, the curse cannot overtake you. You. You're living in the blessing. You're walking in the blessing. Come on. That's where you're at. You're walking in this thing. Woo, come on, somebody. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Why? Now, here's the hard part with that. Here's a little bit of a hard part. I got a couple places for you, and I'll let you go. God comes to you in here, and you look shot out, and he's talking victory. Have you ever had God come to you and go, you might as well quit because this ain't going to work out, and you need to go home. Because we're going to lose. Have anybody, anybody got that from God? Never. Has God ever gone, well, this one's a little too big for me. Work it out on your own. No. Anybody got that in prayer? No. Anybody got that in prayer? Anybody got like, hey, this is, you got yourself in a real jam. Let me see how you get yourself out. Anybody get that in prayer? No. Did anybody get that one? Did anybody get, like, did anybody get like, hey, I got enough problems up here now. I don't need any more of yours. You work it out. Did anybody get that? No. no. Does God always talk victory? Does God always talk success? Yes. Does God always talk about winning? Yes. Is, do you feel like you're winning in the moment God talks about winning? Heck no, bro. That's why you need faith to get it to come to pass. He comes into you like Gideon. Mighty man of valor. You crying, hiding behind a wire press. Oh, God. <laughs> then you give a God your resume. I've been in church four weeks in a row, man. <laughs> Tired. Pastor Chris told me, Tired. My money's so jacked up. I got to die. You know, you pull the Elijah. You remember? You know, ain't nobody serves God like me. Yeah. You know, I give God the whole thing. My whole neighborhood don't even go to church. These people are sinning. 
neighbor's gardening. Dude over there, he don't care about nothing. Nobody in this building going nowhere. I go to church. You don't do that, guy? You do that? I do it. I pastor the church, you know, Jesus. I should get some kind of special privilege. I didn't kill none of them people, praise be to God. <laughs> he don't care. And then you look stupid. And God like, pulls the cloud back and laughs at you like, you'll get it. Just keep growing. Come on, man. Are you pulling it in? Are you getting it? And then, like, you like you give God your resume. Don't lie. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't missed church 14 weeks in a row. I got attendance. I know. My find my app told me I've been there every week. You look, track my through Life 360 said it. You <laughs> just get wacky. And then God's like, you ever get this with God? You're going to be blessed. God, be quiet. You ever tell the Holy Ghost, be quiet? I do. Because he wants to be encouraging and you want to be down. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's trying to be positive with the scripture coming at you, and you just want to have a moment and just be mad. Like, oh, oh, I'm winning? Oh, this is winning? Don't look like we're winning. You never did this? Oh, my God. You got to hang out with me more. I'm fun. I used to see my car ride. Oh, this is winning? I'm going to throw punch somebody, bro. Next person comes to me, tells me it could have been better with this storm. I'm going to punch you in the face. Could have been worse. Could have been better. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm like, look, dude, be quiet. Leave your little inspiration to somebody else right now. I want to have a moment. Why? Because in the moment of the pressure, I don't see none of these promises. I just see the problems. And then when you chill out, you calm down, you cool out, you don't get a, what do you do? You go, man, I know God, I know. But right now in the moment, he never speaks to you in the moment. He speaks to you at the destination. That's why he calls you victorious when you're in the middle of battle. Say, we don't look it. He calls you rich, and you look broke. He calls you sick. Over here, you, they say you sick, but he says well. How we well if we got a doctor's report say we sick? See, he don't ever tell you where you're at. He tells you where you're going. He shows you where you're going. He gives you the way out. That's why he's good. But in the middle of it, when he's talking at you, get a little mad because it don't look good. It don't look like it's working. Don't look like nothing's gone. Say, kick back and relax. Just chill. I'm getting good at it now. I love pressure now. I lean back and go, watch this. This should be good. Don't say nothing. No, don't mess it up with your mouth. Just sit there and don't say nothing. Oh, man, I've been in deals. I sat in this business deal. <laughs> the one going to the building to get in here, God went to go sit down. That's a business guy. God tells me this. He goes, when you go in, you notice the Lord. He said, when you go in there, don't say nothing. I said, what do you mean don't say nothing? He said, shut your mouth. So I went in there with the finance guy we had then. I walk in, and he goes, don't say nothing. And he's like, the guy starts doing the talking. And I was cordial. You can't be an idiot. But I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he started talking. Oh, my nose. We were, and, I, and he said, well, you know, preacher. I said, here we go. He goes, you know, I would think doing what you do. He's a business guy. He knows nothing about church. Guy's lost as lost can be. He goes, well, maybe not lost, but whatever. He's trying. All right, so. He goes, I guess, you know, butts in the seat doesn't mean money in the bucket. I said, what did he say? He said, that's pretty good. I'm going to use that. I said, yeah, just not, just not, you know, Sean just, yeah, 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 okay. okay. The guy did the deal with himself. I, I had to just say one or two things. It wasn't a lot. And he said, sounds like a plan. Let's do it. I left the room going, I cannot even believe what God just did. And the Lord on the ride home said, I told you, if you shut up, I'll work it out. Amen. That's the problem sometimes. Don't, don't, don't over-explain. 
shut, sit back, let God go before you and just be, hey, you do your thing, God. You better negotiator than I am. Praise be God. I don't even have to say jack. Yeah. Only thing I said is like, I'd like to pay what we're paying, which was ridiculous right. at the moment. And he was like, yeah, that'll work. Okay, can we leave now? Where do I sign? You know what I'm saying? When I shot the papers, I shot the papers. I, I, I shot the papers to the guy that looks at the stuff. I said, look at this. He said, I'd sign it. I said, praise be God, it's signed. <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's, it's too good. It's too good because God's in it. Sometimes you got to learn to trust God even when you can't trace God. You got to trust God when he ain't on the radar. You got to be able to trust God when you don't even see what's going on. Got it? Come on, let me give you this other point. Come on, I got one more for you. I'll give you two. I'll give you two if you're good. Right? Sooner or later, you're going to have to choose to trust God. Come on. Sooner or later. Write that down. I know that sounds goofy, but sooner or later. You think we might have to start trusting him? Yeah. Sooner or later, you're going to have to trust God all the way. Look what it says in Proverbs 2.11. Does that make sense? Now, but don't we do that? Don't we second guess God just a little bit, even though we know he's God? Like, God. Like, you know what I mean? You gotta trust him. Sooner or later, you gotta get all in and just trust God, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, what it is. Look what he says. If you choose to follow good counsel, divine design. I love that. Don't you love that? I got a divine designed life. How many of y'all the girls like designer? You know what I'm saying? You look all those hands go up, you like, you know, you got all your you got your Gucci, you got your Prada, you got little red bottoms. Come on, somebody. Yeah, little red bottoms, yeah, those are cute, right? Until you see the price tag, you're like, okay, praise God. Man, right? You're like, okay, I didn't know we were taking out installments. Hallelujah, right? But how many of you know what I'm saying? You like the designer because it looks good, right? Yeah. It's a, usually it's Italian. I don't want to say nothing, but hey. But come on. You paying attention though, right? I want to design divine life. Don't you want to design divine life? He said, follow God's word. That's the counsel. Watch over. It will watch over you and understanding will protect you. Man, that's good stuff, ain't it? How many need some protection? Glory to God. Look at Proverbs 16.9. Look at Proverbs 16.9. You got that one? Proverbs 16.9? Just put that up there, and I'm going to give you the last one. The other guys didn't get the last one because they, 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 they weren't good. Whether, they weren't. They were tired. No, they, I don't have enough time. I'll preach for nine hours. You haven't figured that out by now? Look, within your heart, you can make plans for your future but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there. How many, how many of you got a plan? You know what I'm saying? You got a plan, and then God starts jacking with the roadmap, right? Don't he? Like, we're going to go here. All you retiring people, I love you. You know what I mean? You're like, we're going to go do this and go do that and go do this and go do that. Oh, praise God. It's awesome. That's what you planned for. I love it. But how many of you started with a plan, and then he starts jacking with the detours, right? You know, like, this is where I'm going. And then God's like, you ain't going that way. And you're like, got to go all the way around here. And you ain't going that way. And you got to go all over here. Isn't that the life of Jesus? He's always going places he don't want to go, but he's got to get to the end. Sometimes you're going to, life's going to take a detour, but you got to trust that you're following God. And here's the last one. And here's the big one. And I didn't get a chance to give him that. And you know, I love those guys at nine, but here's the deal, right? This is big. I didn't get this one out. Um, I know you can handle it. Okay. This is big. Trust me, if it's in front of you, you can handle it. It might look like it's too big, but you got this. I'm going to prove it to you. Look in 1 Corinthians 10, 11, Passion. We're going to read 11, 12, and 13. I want you to take a picture of 13 for you guys. I like when you guys go to the screen and take a picture. That's kind of cool, right? Trust me, 
if it's in front of you. Everybody say, if it's in front of me, I can handle it. If it's in front of me, I can handle it. Say it like you mean it. If it's in front of me, I can, if you got to face off with it, trust me, you can handle it. You understand it? You can handle it. If it's in front of you, you can what? You can handle it. Now look what he says. All these tests they endured on their way through the wilderness are a symbolic picture, an example that provides us with a warning so that we can learn through what they experience. What's that warning? For we can learn these things. What are we going to learn? For we live in a time when the purpose of all the ages past is now completing its goal within us. What are we seeing? These jokers went through some wilderness to get to a promised land. You're going to go through some wilderness to get to a promised land. He ain't expecting you to camp out in the drama. He wants you to go through the drama. Why do we got to go through some of the drama? How do I know? Don't sit there and try to figure out why the drama showed up. You're just going to waste years of your life and goofy stuff. Maybe we should have did this. Maybe should, Who knows what I should have did? Woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I got to face what's in front of me today. Come on. And if it's in front of me, you can beat it. You understand that? Look what it says. Now watch this. So be aware. What's, what do I got to be aware of? Oh, uh, you better be aware if you think it could never happen to you and your pride becomes your downfall. Now what he was saying was don't get prideful. Don't think you ain't going to go through some stuff. Come on, guys. If you think life's going to be a flowery bed of ease, I got news for you. It ain't. It's going to take some fighting, some hanging on, some holding on. Hang on. Hang on. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know. I don't even want to know. I don't want to look. You know what I mean? Just hold on. Now, look at this. Look at this scripture. Come on. You did great. Come on. This is it right here. I'm going to give it to you. Ready? For we all what? Now, read it slow, and we're done because you got this now. You know what you got to do. Now you got to go back over those scriptures, though, man. You can't just forget about this word. You got to go back. Hey, God, you said it. Now, look what he says. We all experience times of testing. Hmm. Hmm. Who brought the test? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Does God test us a little bit? The Bible says God cannot test you with evil. So God's not testing you with no evil. If God's getting you in a position for promotion... He doesn't bring it with a way of failure. He brings it with what? A learning lesson of growth. Amen. So God didn't bring this mess. The devil brings the mess that sees if you're going to quit on a word, but you don't quit on no word. You hang on to that word. Are you with me? Now watch this. Ooh, everybody say watch this. Look what he says. Read it slow. We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. Somebody, look at your neighbor say, you're going to go through it. Look at your neighbor. I know it's not, you don't like to confess. I don't want to say that. You're going to go through it. Yeah. I said you're going to go through it. I didn't say you're going to stay there for 30 years in the same place with a tent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pitching a tent like these ding-dongs did. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got a 11-day they got a, they got a, a, a journey. It took them 40 years because they're jerking around complaining. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just go on the 11-day journey and get it over with. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we got, you, ever, you ever go do something? Like I don't like getting needles. You know what I mean? I don't like needles. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to shit stick me, you got to shoot me. Like, you know, go to the doctor. I got to get a shot. I'm like, bro, just do whatever you're going to do. Do it quick. I don't want to look. I don't want to see. Just get it over with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you guys are like that. I don't want to see none of that stuff. I don't want to. No, just get it over with. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. So if I got to go through a place of pain, and it's, I'm not being a baby. I just don't like it. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got to do it, do it quick, bro. Like, I don't want to stay here for a week. Let's go. Right? 
So how about you start thinking about that with your spirit life? God, if I got to go through, let's go through quick. I don't, yes, sir. What do you want me to do? How long? Yes, sir. How do you want me to say? Speak. What do you want me to do? How do you want me to praise? How do you want me to do this? Come on. We're here. Ready? Let's read it. We're done. We all experience it. But God will be faithful to you. What's he going to do? Look what he says. He's going to be faithful. Watch this. God will be faithful to you. He will what? He will screen it. Wait a minute now. Go back. They'll go to 12. Come on. Okay, so we experienced this testing. So what is God going to do with the tests that show up at you? He's going to screen it before it can come through. Keep going. Oh, my God, if you get this, you'll be bouncing off the wall. He's going to filter the severity of it. He's going to see the nature of it. He's going to check the timing of it for every test and trial you face so you can bear it. So that means if it's in front of you, you better wake up. You already beat it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Oh, my God in heaven. And each test is an opportunity to trust. Each test is what? To trust him more and more. For along with every trial, God has provided the way of escape and bring you out victoriously. I got a church full of fake people in here or what? He said he's what? He's bringing you out no matter what. Come on, man. You believe that today? If it's in front of me, I can handle it. If it's in front of you, you can do it. And if it's in front of you, you got it. Come on, close your eyes. I'm going to pray for you right now. Pastor Roxanne is going to come. She's going to give you all the announcements. I got to pray for you because I don't want you to think this thing's done. This thing is not done. You're a winner. Amen? And when you know you're a winner, and when you know you're a winner... You don't worry about the battle. Amen. You're coming out victorious. Amen? Amen. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every person here that's facing a battle. Every person in here that's facing a test. In silent season, sometimes we don't know what to do, but I know you're faithful. We are going to win every single battle. We're going to press through every season. And even in sometimes the seasons when we don't know, these dark moments of time, we know that you're going to be faithful and we're going to come out victorious. Doesn't make a difference what we face. We already win. Thank you, Lord, that I'm going to put myself back in remembrance about what you told me. And I know I'm going to receive each and everything you promised me. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen. amen. Come on, man. PD's here. Get over there. I love you. I'll see you soon. You know what to do. Do it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.